Welcome to the Southside Trap Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra, and I'm bringing you a Chicago-centric soccer podcast focused on the Chicago Red Stars and the NWSL. Let's do this. Hello and hola, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Southside Trap Podcast. Thanks for hanging out. I am your host, Sandra. Um, If you guys aren't familiar with me and who I am and um, my work and stuff, uh, I just want to say hi and welcome and introduce myself real quick. Um, Pretty much you can find me on Twitterverse covering the Chicago Red Stars. I've been covering the team for about two years now. This is going to be my third season doing that. Um, I've sort of been like a Red Stars aficionado for... Probably, I don't know, aficionado. Maybe enthusiast is a better word. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go with enthusiast. Uh, but probably since their W WPS days. Um, but only have really been professionally covering them for for the last two seasons, and now going in on the on the third year. So really excited for what twenty eighteen has to uh, has to bring for the team. And, uh, and f- just for coverage in general, um, you can find a lot of my written content over at the SB Nation Chicago soccer site, Hot Time in Old Town. And sort of in our offseason this year, we were discussing ways on how to bring some additional Red Stars coverage. And the idea of a podcast um, <laughs> sort of got bounced around and... Um, in the past, I've I've guested on on podcasts and stuff, in, in relation to uh, women's soccer, um, but never never really have done anything like this. Just sort of uh, venture out solo and talk about women's soccer. Um, so I thought it would be a good idea to maybe have something like this uh, for a team like the Red Stars, because I mean they're a great team. It's a great city, and um, we wanted to to add that to our to our lineup of content for you guys. So thanks for joining along the line and with the ride, my bed, and, you know, hanging out with us with this podcast and always reading our content, you know, and hopefully in the future we'll probably venture out and maybe take guest questions and stuff like that, maybe do like a a mailbox and answer some questions on the show or in, in the future we'd like to, you know, invite guests on and we'll be previewing and, and recapping games and, and stuff like that. So we're really excited about it. And I'm using a, a we, a collective we, because even though I'm, I'm here hosting, there's a lot that's been going on in, into putting this this podcast together. We've probably been working on this for the better part of a few months. And um, I definitely got to give a shout out to my producer, Jose. What up? Yeah, music with Jose. Find him on Instagram, y'all. And uh, I got to give a little shout-out to, to my sister-in-law, too. My Shout-out to my cuñada, Miriam, who really hooked us up with all the graphic design and um, making sure that Southside Trap looks the way that it looks. And if you're completely new to women's soccer, um, you know, our, our name is... Our name is based off of the offside trap rule, and we combine that with, uh, you know, our beloved Southside, and we just, you know... A friend of mine fused those two things together, and we rolled with it. Shout out to anyone who um, follows me on Twitter at Sandarera underscore. Um, we threw out a user poll uh, that came down to two names for this podcast, and it came down to 
to Southside Trap and Chicago Lasso. And um, it was actually Chicago Lasso that won on the Twitter poll, probably by a good chunk, probably by like 10%, more or less. But unfortunately, like most NWSL voting polls, uh, yeah, it, the fan voting portion doesn't count for too much. It actually comes, it came down to me, myself, and I, my producer, my sister-in-law, and some other colleagues, and then uh, and then the the voting poll. So, so Southside Trap it is. It, it felt more um, authentic to to me and us, and and what we're what we're trying to do here. So, if you're not too familiar, again, with my work, um, I tend to sort of look at things, uh, I try to look at things in a more positive light. Um, I try to end things on more of a silver lining kind of thing. Don't get me wrong. I, I love a lot of, um, <clears throat> I read a lot of women's soccer content and a lot of the stuff that my colleagues put out there, and I'm a big fan of their work. And I love me a good um, analysis, and I love me a good uh, critique, and, and I've, I've been on, on the far end of that where I've I've gone in, but... I definitely like to end on on positive notes and, and silver linings and and stuff like that because I feel like there's a lot of uh, the critique and, and negative type stuff out there already. So um, that's sort of what you'll be getting with this podcast. So if that's your bag, like great, let's let's roll with it. Come along for the ride. We got some things to talk about. Um, we're gonna sort of take this first episode with do like an off season recap, um, and then we're gonna get into sort of the roster, which actually dropped today. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the, that first game. So as far as the offseason, if, if you've been living under um, a rock, the Red Stars were pretty active in the, in the new year. <clears throat> the offseason kind of felt like it broke down into two parts. There, you know, We last saw the Red Stars in a terrible, like unfortunate semifinal loss. It's their third consecutive semifinal loss and it was against the courage on a on an 89th minute goal the, a deflected goal at that and um it wasn't a fun way to to end the season um in a recent interview that I had with the owner Arna Whistler you know he he went on record saying how devastating that was and um how how that really impacted the team and, and the coaching staff and admitted that they actually had to take a little bit of a break, like a, a small mental break uh, before they actually came back and <clears throat> sort of recollected and gathered their thoughts on, on how to attack their off season. So that's sort of what happened with their first part of the off season. And then once uh, draft day came, you know, the, the best time of the year for the red stars, um, they really made some noise. So after years of, uh, Long rumored unhappiness um, with their star striker, uh, Kristen Press. She was involved in a three-way trade between Houston, Chicago, and Sky Blue. And you had Carly Lloyd and Sam Kerr also involved in those trades. Players like Jen Hoy and Nikki Stanton and Janine Becky. And all these players rotated teams, essentially, in this three-way uh, trade. And uh, Chicago ended up with uh, Sam Kerr. <clears throat> and Kristen Press ended up uh, at the time with Houston, and since then, there's been a a lot coming out um, with that. As as the roster dropped today for so many teams, there was still reports of um, press trying to see if um, she's going to Seattle. There's some rumored sources out there saying that that's going to happen, um, that it might not happen. So there's a lot of conflicting things. So the off season definitely went from a lull to fire real real quick um and it stayed hot all the way 
through to this weekend and now we're going to have this this opening match and um it's going to it's going to be difficult I think um for the Red Stars maybe coming into this uh first 6 weeks of the season or so um you know you no longer have a player like uh Kristen Press and you know let's let's not get it twisted you know she was with this team for for 3 years and they made the playoffs and you know the last three years, and she was a huge, huge part, significant part of this team and and their offense. And a lot of times was sort of responsible for not only scoring the goals, but really creating an offense uh, for the Red Stars. So that's not some small piece um, that's missing um, this year. So they've they've got their their work cut out for them, and uh, they picked up probably one of the other best forwards in the world, if not the best forward in the world right now, in, in Australian star striker Sam Kerr. And that's going to hopefully offset some of that. But um, Sam Kerr is going to be off on international duty in the Asian Cup, representing the Matildas in Australia. Um, so hopefully when she comes on back, the Red Stars you know, can sort of gel kind of quickly and have their chemistry sort of come together and be able to, you know, produce results uh, on the on the pitch. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, um, not just in this first game, but overall just in the season. And, um, you know, with, with the roster dropping today, there weren't – honestly, there weren't too many surprises. Um, we've literally got 16 of the same players um, from – last season's roster, you know, going into 2018. The only new additions are um, Emily Boyd, who was the top draft in the second round for, for the Red Stars, and she won the role of a backup keeper for Alyssa Nair. And um, the Red Stars are also going to finally welcome Michelle Vasconcelos, who they drafted in 2017, but she had to forego the 2017 season because um, she and her husband were expecting their first child. So not only is she being welcomed back to the team, but there's also a new addition. So shout out to little baby Scarlett. And there's also Rosie White, who the Red Stars went ahead and picked up in the unfortunate dispersal draft from the Boston Breakers. Um, however, she is in a pending status and um, she's, I believe, rehabbing from an injury. So she's going to join the team. Um, at a later date and definitely feels like to open the season the Red Stars kind of are getting hit with this injury bug and um, it's a little awkward because this was a team uh, last year that was actually kind of praised um, for their ability to sort of stay healthy not just throughout the entire season but really sort of down the stretch um, they really, down the stretch, they really only went out with the, I believe Di Bernardo was really the only player. And then you had Morgan Bryan, who were just sort of kind of dealing with some injuries. And Kristen Press herself, you know, had some ankle issues throughout the season. But they were really praised, um, and their training staff were really praised for how they kind of were able to keep up with, with the team and, and keep them healthy. And here we are going into week one, and um, we've got various players um, that are sort of nursing injuries, and they're just not any players. You know, you've got a huge player in Julie Ertz 
who was bringing in a knock and an injury from, from national team camps, and, and Casey Short, who uh, had a small ankle injury um, during the She Believes Cup, and um, Vanessa DiBernardo picked up a knock in preseason, and Yuki Nagasato has picked up a knock. So it's, it's, it's not just some small list. These are, like, legitimate starters, like potential starters uh, for the Red Stars. Um, so... If you're talking about uh, a hill to climb, it's, it's a, starting off way at the way at the bottom. But the Red Stars are, I think, are kind of blessed in having sort of the depth that they have. I think a player like Nikki Stanton that they picked up in that trade during the draft um, is going to have the opportunity to really show what she can bring to this team. And midfield depth, I think hasn't necessarily been a huge, huge area of concern. Um, but I think a lot of teams, not just the Red Stars, to open the season are going to have to rely a lot on their depth just because of a lot of the international players that are going to be out uh, with their respective national teams, whether that's Australia or Brazil or so on and so forth. So um, I think the teams out there that kind of have the most capable death are going to probably be the ones that are, I guess, most okay. So that being said, with this first game against Houston, um, they tend to have had the Red Stars number. This is going to be the third time uh, that the Red Stars have opened the season against the Houston Dash, and hasn't always been great. Not great, Bob. Um they're scheduled to play this Sunday, March 25th, I believe at 4 p.m. Central Time. And uh, although I would like to see the Red Stars come away with a win, um, I'm not too sure that's going to happen. Uh, so I wouldn't be mad if there was a draw. But I believe they have enough to get a win. Because um, I think despite having a very strong core, this is uh, still a team that has to gel, right, and have, has to get their chemistry flowing, has to play soccer. They have to play soccer together and establish themselves in their team chemistry. So um, hopefully that can happen uh, sooner rather than later. I know one of the big things last season for a lot of teams was that for whatever reason, there just wasn't a lot of uh, connecting on passes or gelling or just – playing the type of soccer that they wanted to play. It, it took a little while, and there were plenty of coaches out there that contributed that to, you know, the short off season that takes place, you know, the absence of national team players sometimes, and it, it takes a little while. So in a league like the NWSL, like, they, you have to rely very heavily um, sometimes on, on your depth, and I think uh, Chicago this year in that aspect is uh, is kind of blessed. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what a player like Nikki Stanton can bring. I'm really excited about – Michelle Vasconcelos, um, I think she was drafted last year to sort of address some of the issues of width for the team. Chicago has been a team that's um, historically played very uh, defensive-mindedly and has been very, very direct um, in their traditional sort of 4-4-2 and, and, and diamond style. And um, once other teams sort of figure that out, you know, you can be the most organized team out there, but, you know, once other teams sort of figure out your tactics, um, you know, it wasn't too hard to shut that down. And I think that's what we ended up seeing in the, in that semifinal. Um, so it's going to, it's going to be good to, to see um, along with 
the, the couple of new additions with the roster. There's also some additions on the coaching staff. So um, it's going to be exciting. I'm just happy that NWSL is back. Um, it felt like the longest off season of all time. And um, I think that had a lot to do with, uh, with how, how active um, it's been. So next week, we're going to be bringing you the recap of that Houston and Chicago game. Uh, we'll probably have a surprise guest on to help recap that game for you guys. And hopefully you want to stick around and listen to me react to the Chicago Red Stars and um, and see how they performed. So um, if you want to find me on Twitter, again, it's at uh, SanHerrera underscore. That's H-E-R-R-E-R-A underscore. Um, you want to catch on any game previews or game recaps or any other various uh, written Chicago Red Stars content, please hit us up at uh, hottimeinoldtown.com. And just shout out to everybody who's ever pretty much just followed us for our written content. You know, anybody who's just liked that tweet or retweet that tweet or specifically like click that link and actually read that piece like you are the MVP honestly um that's why we're doing this uh, we want to give this team coverage in a city like this um because they deserve this kind of stuff the NWSL deserves consistent coverage and dedicated coverage this league has uh an ability to grow but it's still very 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 young and even though a team like the Red Stars that's recently celebrating their 10th anniversary this year, um, they need that kind of shine. And all the teams really deserve that kind of shine. So we hope you'll stick around for this podcast and stick around for the written content that comes with it. Um, we're going to try to keep this going weekly, maybe semi-weekly, sort of kind of depending on uh, national team schedules and, and breaks and stuff like that because that's going to happen this year too. So, um, But, yeah. Thanks for hanging out and uh, hit us up. Peace.